Welcome, everyone. This is Mardiac Market Update. I'm Mark Mardiac. I'm a senior wealth strategist with Premier Wealth Advisors and a registered representative with First Allied Securities, Inc., member FINRA, and CIPIC. This show will explore topics ranging from market updates to the global economy and personal finance. Money is knowledge, and I understand life happens, and this program will help you navigate your relationship with money with timely guidance and my unique perspective. Thank you for joining me in this week's episode. As of Thursday, March 1st, the Dow Jones Industrial Average tumbled more than 400 points in a rocky session, extending its losing streak to three days and sending or stalling rather the modest rebound the index had staged in recent weeks. The blue chip index swung roughly 743 points from its high to its low during the day as investors fretted over the ramifications of new steel and aluminum tariffs unveiled by President Donald Trump. The Dow declined 420 spot 22 points or 1.7 percent to 24,608 spot 98. The S&P 500 shed 36 spot 16 points or 1.3 percent to 26,000 to 2,677 spot 67, while the Nasdaq Composite fell 92 spot 45 points or 1.3 percent to 7,180 spot 56. It was the third consecutive day of declines for all three indexes, according to the Wall Street Journal. The losses wiped out the Dow's gains for 2018, putting it down four-tenths of 1% for 2018. Over the past three sessions, the index has fallen 1,100 spot 29 points or 4.3%. The S&P 500 is barely in the black for 2018, with a gain of two-tenths of 1%, and the NASDAQ index remains up for the year through March 1st, according to the Wall Street Journal, up 4%. Tax season is upon us, and we all know how annoying that can be. Financial advisors are doing everything they can, full service especially, to help their clients, institutional and private clients alike, and working closely with accountants to prepare tax returns or extensions for deadlines, filing uh, extensions to extend if they are going on extension until September or October. Okay, so if you worry about this, you shouldn't. Your tax advisor and financial advisors can help you within the tax season in a number of ways. Unless you're working with a financial professional who offers comprehensive planning like me, you aren't going to get a forward-looking tax strategy, which I provide all my clients with, which deals with the money within or outside of your qualified accounts, qualified accounts being retirement accounts. The money in your IRAs will be a factor when you retire because it can affect your tax bracket in a way you don't expect. Your taxable accounts already may be causing problems that you don't even know about, especially if you're 
taxable investment accounts are actively managed and therefore actively traded. Either way, I can help you keep taxes down on money you aren't using for income. Your tax accountant should also be in the position to help you. But very often, tax accountants, CPAs as we know them, are relying on financial advisors to provide the insight strategies for growth in an investor's portfolio or total return or income, income needs, income planning. Maximizing tax advantage savings is very important. Maxing out your IRAs if you fall under the income limit is common advice around tax time. But even if your income is above the limit, your goal in any case should be to maximize the tax advantage savings available to you. If you can contribute up to the maximum for your 401k with your corporate employer, you should. That's $18,000 per year or $24,000 per year if you are over age 50. If one spouse has a qualified retirement plan through work and the other doesn't, there's an advantage to putting as much possible toward that individual's tax-deferred growth. If you're self-employed, you may have the option to save up to 25% of your income or $53,000, whichever is less, in a tax-deferred plan such as a SEP IRA or a profit-sharing plan. Even if you can't contribute up to the maximum for your tax-deferred accounts, the underlying goal is to save as much as you can, keeping in mind that tax-deferred accounts are meant for long-term savings. I like to call those long-term savings SWAN money. It's an acronym for sleep well at night money. A good place to start, if you haven't started, or if you're thinking about where you should start, is to save 10% of your take-home pay. Compiling the records of trading gains and losses in a secure electronic file is also really important. Accountants need information about your gains and losses for the year. As a financial advisor, I regularly provide my clients' accountants with their gains and losses for the year. Having this information electronically saves your CPA time with data entry, thus saving you money, even if they're billing you on a fee basis on, on, on the tax return itself or the number of returns they're doing, you're going to have, you're going to recognize a, a, a cost savings there. If they're billing you by the hour, then you've got a big problem if you don't account for their time spent, especially when they get involved with data entry. But as I said, as an advisor, I make it seamless and easy by providing my clients' accountants with all of the gains and losses for the year from their taxable accounts. Data entry, too, generally eliminates the human error of inputting the wrong data. The best CPA in the world cannot free you from the tax liability of a strategy that does not take taxes on investment gains and losses into accounts. For starters, as an advisor, I tell my clients or suggest to my clients, not tell, it, it always starts with a conversation, but I recommend that they speak with their accountants and that we should put tax-aware investments in the right types of accounts, non-qualified or qualified, like retirement accounts. In taxable accounts, tax loss harvesting is something that I always discuss with my clients. 
That's when you offset gains with losses. And that's another source of tax savings. All the way from the selection of securities to the sale and distribution, as an investment advisor, I'm acting in a tax-aware position. I call it tax-aware investing. Remember, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep after taxes that's important. Limiting taxes in the distribution phase are really important for retirees. When you're over the age of 70 and a half, the law requires you to take required minimum distributions from your traditional IRA and your 401k accounts, 401k. The tax liability can be significant, but good management can limit the impact depending on whether the RMD funds are needed for the monthly cost of living and maintenance or whether they can stay invested until the end of the year to benefit from tax-deferred growth, which may fully or partially offset the tax liability. I know this is technical, but with my advice and my insight and guidance, I'm here to help you. But I always work hand-in-hand with my clients' accountants. And your advisors should do the same. Large purchases throughout the year also affect strategy as well. When you're in the distribution phase and you're taking distributions from your qualified account. Gifting strategies. If you have appreciated stock that will pose a significant tax liability and you don't plan on keeping the stocks as part of your overall investment plan and you're charitable, you can gift these stocks tax-free to a qualified charity of your choice. I can help create a more coordinated strategy for gifting. Your advisor can do the same. Whether that means establishing a donor-advised fund or taking advantage of the recent law enabling qualified charitable distributions, meaning that you can direct your RMD funds, RMD is short for Required Minimum Distribution Funds, to the qualified charity of your choice in a tax-free transfer. There's a lot on this topic to, to discuss. Way too much to cover in this podcast. I'll leave you with that. That's a wrap for Martiak Market Update. I'm Mark Martiak, and thank you for joining me today. If you have any questions about this topic or would like to further discuss it, please don't be afraid to reach out to me. I'm also happy to answer any questions you have about your financial portfolio. I'm here to help. Remember, you can find all of my podcast episodes on my website at markmartiak.com. Tune in next Friday for Martiak Market Update. Enjoy your weekend, everyone.